0: Twizzler drums. Nickel has to be. And so I can play with my Twizzler drums with my feet. Not with my feet. I'm playing with my hands. And I've got Twizzler drumsticks. You hear my cat in the background.
1: I play (laughs) Twizzler. Nico came back. What are you doing? (laughs) Are you beatboxing with Twizzlers?
0: She got
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> Well <laughs> Oh my gosh. I just saw you like, drumming your microphone with Twizzlers. Yeah,
0: I don't know how that's going to sound, but if it's great, you should keep it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I intend to definitely keep this conversation, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: um, While you oh were gone, we were recording, right? I already pressed the record button, and I figured I
1: shouldn't stop, so I started Uh playing a song. (laughs) And you'll have to listen to it to find out. I am so excited to listen to it.
0: It's great.
1: You're beatboxing with Twizzlers. I was drumming.
0: I had Twizzler drumsticks.
1: You looked like you were making sound with your mouth too though. Maybe I was singing. Ooh. I'm excited. Oh I'm man. nervous. That was that was fantastic.
0: Well now I can eat them.
1: Hello animal lovers. Welcome to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole.
0: And I'm Jayla. We just want to remind everyone that we are not professionals,
1: just animal enthusiasts.
0: We love learning about them, talking about them, and discovering new ones.
1: And all the crazy things that they can do. There are so many animals out there, and they are all so different. If we are misinformed, please email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so we can correct ourselves.
0: Some of the things we say may also just be our opinions.
1: Just a reminder, we are enthusiasts, not professionals. Thanks for for joining joining us. us. Enjoy! Well, (laughs) welcome to Animal Facts, where you learn about cool animal facts and get to hear Jayla drum with Twizzlers.
0: (laughs) It's a new segment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Nicole. What? I said it's
0: a new segment. And I'm Jayla.
1: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Oh, man. Jayla has our personal question today. (laughs) Unless she's already forgotten the personal question today.
0: (laughs) No. I just had to finish chewing my twizzle.
1: Um. Uh, That sounds weird. Your drumstick?
0: (laughs) Yeah. What's something you're proud of, Nicole?
1: Something I've done that I'm proud of? Yeah. This is probably going to be a really cheesy answer, but I'm honestly really proud of being a mom. Uh... I I love, like... (laughs) I am a really proud mom. I love watching my baby, like, start to walk and him talking and can't believe he's going to be one soon and so i guess by the time this episode comes out he'll already be one Aww. um but i am just really proud of being a mom and watching my baby develop and grow and being like i have a part in that
0: <laughs> i did that
1: i did do that i made that i did make that oh <laughs> temper tantrums and all But I love them. I love them all. The hard days, I'm also proud of, so. Eventually. (laughs) What's something you're proud of, Jayla? What am I proud of? What am I proud of? I'm also really proud of us doing this podcast. I'm really proud of us as a team. That we did this podcast and that 2021 is like my passion goal year my passion project year so passion goal project year yep <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i'm proud of us for doing this podcast i don't know i <laughs> this is a hard question <laughs> i'm not a very prideful person so it's yeah. very hard for me to be like i'm super proud of flossing my teeth yesterday like yeah I don't know. And I think I'm proud. <laughs> I don't <laughs> You're know. Glitchy. I'm proud of moving. I'm so yeah. I'm originally from Wisconsin, and so, like, I'm proud to have moved across the country and done things with my husband that I probably would have never done on my own. Um, and I'm proud to have him in my life.
1: You're a proud adult. That
0: sounds cheesy.
1: <laughs> you know what? We're allowed to be cheesy because they're honest, real answers.
0: True. Also, As I'm shoving Twizzler in my mouth.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so. Cheese is the best.
1: hmm It really is.
0: Adulting with Twizzlers. Yes. Beep, bop, beep boop. beep-boop.
1: And being proud of ourselves. And it's okay to be proud of our accomplishments and things we've done. It does not make us conceited or prideful. Being prideful is... we're not going to get into this okay (laughs) that's another podcast for another time yes this isn't this is a different educational podcast (laughs) point is you're allowed to be proud of yourself and you're allowed to compliment yourself and you're allowed to feel good about yourself and you don't have to think like oh i'm proud of this thing that i've done it doesn't make you prideful because i feel like when you're prideful, it's if someone tells you you're wrong or doesn't see your view and then you get really stubborn and prideful that you're not willing to change or see it from a different perspective or admit when you're wrong. True. So, but being proud of something you've accomplished, I think is totally honorable and great. True.
0: There are different ways to be proud.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I'm to take proud pride of my child, so...
0: I'm proud to say I got out of bed this morning.
1: Yes! (laughs) You know what? You had to get out of bed at like 4.30 or 5 in the morning. That is an accomplishment. Not a lot of people can do that. True. Very true.
0: I'm proud to have eaten all of my Twizzlers, and now (laughs) I don't have any drumsticks.
1: I'm proud that Jayla drummed with her Twizzlers. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Usually, I turn them into straws, so...
1: (laughs) drumsticks
0: might have been an upgrade
1: (laughs) have you ever had the chocolate twizzlers ew no they're so good what is that (laughs) they're your twizzler but instead of fruity they're more chocolatey but they're not made out of chocolate they're really good
0: they're not just black twizzlers are they
1: no they're like brown weird black twizzlers are like black licorice which is disgusting I hate black True.
0: licorice. If if you like black licorice and you're listening to this, you can email us and tell us that we're wrong, but we're not a- going to agree with you.
1: <laughs> it's our opinion. <laughs> My taste buds do not like black licorice, just the same way they do not like celery. So, <laughs> or olives. Oh. I do not like olives. Olives. We both. My husband. Like if he eats black licorice, I won't kiss him. <laughs> He's not allowed to come near me or breathe near me after eating black licorice. Uh, I hate
0: it. That's hilarious.
1: Anyways, this is a weird tangent. Anyways, yeah, sorry. You're learning Um, so much about ourselves. About us. We're learning a lot about, we already know this about ourselves.
0: (laughs) Well, I didn't know you didn't like celery, but I'm learning a lot. I don't like celery.
1: I have tried eating it so many different times, and I still try to eat it, but I still can't eat it. it. I don't like it.
0: Huh? Well, I feel like we just answered, like, three personal questions. Bonuses for all of y'all. What are your
1: trivia questions? Let's get to my three trivia questions. Okay. My animal. What is one of the strongest animals alive? Mm -hmm. What animal can see polarized light? Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I will define that as well in case people don't know what polarized light is. And what animal are researchers turning to to find ways to help with armored clothing and protection, shock absorption, and also to help with cancer? What? Right? I'll answer all of that in details as well. My animal is. the mantis shrimp.
0: Woo woo with his little punching. Boom boom.
1: Yep. Punching gloves. Yep, yep. Boom boom. So, fun boom, little boom, fact boom, boom, about boom. the mantis shrimp. Despite its name, it is not a mantis or a shrimp. Oh. <laughs> it is neither of the things that its name is.
0: <laughs> it's not a shrimp?
1: It is not a shrimp. Uh, Weird. It is, and I'm going to butcher how to say this, a stone. Stomatopod, stomatopod, stomatopappet. Okay. <laughs> um, it's called a mantis shrimp because of its similar characteristics to shrimp and mantis as far as its appearance. Interesting. So, it looks like a sh- a large ish shrimp and a mantis got together and hung out and got a little too close. Huh. So. Okay. <clears throat> there are also about 450 known species of mantis shrimp. So it's not like just wow. one. There's like a vast majority of mantis shrimp. Um the most popular one is the peacock mantis shrimp because they are probably the most beautiful to look at. They're kind of they got lots of different colors and they're really pretty. So they're the most popular and like most of the time if you look at pictures of mantis shrimp, you're going to see a peacock mantis shrimp. And then, but there are other really cool ones like the zebra mantis shrimp, which is like white and black stripes. There's the smith's mantis shrimp with with Hmm. obviously more than 400 other ones as well. You're (laughs) not going to name all
0: 400?
1: uh, No, (laughs) I can't even pronounce (laughs) all 400. (laughs) Um, That's fair. Most of them all have, like, their scientific names. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. So. The um, long,
0: weird Latin ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But the most common one to look at and that most people will own, which I will talk about as well, um, is the peacock into shrimp. Which, if you haven't seen a picture of them, you should look them up. They're really cool and really pretty. Um, But they are a crustacean so they're not like cute and fuzzy they are Mm. lobster insect basically okay so depending on the species it will like determine its size and color but they range from about a couple of different websites have a few different things but basically they range from a few millimeters like six millimeters or like two centimeters I kind of found different ones. So some of them are in the millimeters, and then they can go up to, like, 46 centimeters, which is, like, 18 inches. Imagine a Subway Sandwich plus a (laughs) 6-inch swimming around on the ocean floor. That Subway Sandwich could potentially, like, seriously damage you because they've got their murder claws, which I will talk about.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so long.
1: Yeah, they get really big. They don't big. look that big. No. Which, that's the thing, is the peacock mantis shrimp is only, like, I think average six to seven inches long.
0: They oh, start at, okay. like,
1: two, and, they like, two to seven inches or eight inches is, like, the average for the peacock mantis shrimp. But other species can get up to, like, 46 centimeters, which is, like, huh. 18 inches, <laughs> which wow. is terrifying.
0: Yeah. That's huge.
1: Yeah, I definitely don't want to see that large thing coming at me. No thanks, because they're also really, really fast. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then they can weigh anywhere from 12 to 90 grams, so depending on their size. <laughs> uh, they are usually vibrant-colored and multicolored. They have shades of greens, blues, reds, oranges. Some have shades of browns, and others have shades of whites and blacks. So, there's a wide variety of color because (laughs) there's a wide variety of shrimp. Hmm, Nice. Okay. Their eyes. Hi, Joshy! Oh, hi. I didn't even (laughs) hear him. If you didn't say anything, I would not even notice he was in here. (laughs) Are you looking for a coupon? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, their eyes. They have two eyes that move independently. They're on, like, these, like, long stalks um, with their eyeballs attached to it, so it sounds weird, but it's basically, if you think of most animals, they have, like, their like, antenna-like eyes, and then their little eyeballs. You know? Hmm. Yeah. They're not, like, like, in their skull, like a dog's eyes are. They're more, like, out on top of their head. Like an alien.
0: Yeah, or, like, if you're setting up a golf ball for, on a on a golf tee?
1: Yeah, like that. And
0: you put the golf ball on top?
1: Yeah, yep, yep. Boop. Yep. But so their eyes yes. can move independently from each other. So it's not oh, like weird. they both look right at the same time or left. They, like, literally can do whatever they want.
0: <laughs> that's mm. weird.
1: Yeah, but really cool. Um, And they're capable of moving and rotating 70 degrees. So their eyes... Can They have trinocular vision, which is crazy because we, I'm pretty sure, only have singular vision. <laughs> I don't know what we have. I didn't look up. But they have trinocular vision. They have three sections on each eyeball that help them see better. So, like, the top section is their... Oh, how do I say this? Rehabdom, which detects light. And then in the middle, they have the mid-band, and it has several lines across it. And each line contains different photoreceptors to detect different wavelengths and interpret color. And then the bottom portion of their eyeballs are their dorsal and ventricle hemispheres, which detects uh, form and movement. So between all three things Mm. on their eyes and the capability of looking basically anywhere... They see insanely well.
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can look at pictures of the mantis shrimp and it'll like be zoomed in on their eyes and you can see like the top kind of like, they just, their eyes just look crazy. They'll have to just look at a picture.
0: Oh, that's cool. So you can like see the different sections?
1: Mm-hmm. let's hmm Oh, I that's can cool. Do this real quick.
0: Um, I just wanted to clarify: binocular vision is what we have. I'm pretty sure, and that's seeing one object with both eyes at the same time.
1: Yeah, I don't know what vision we have. There's there are three different. Sections. Oh, that's
0: weird. Uh huh. And they're like they have like three pupils. Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't that's know if they're so actually weird. pupils or what, but they have like their eyes are insane. They basically have like three eyeballs in one eye. <laughs> but they're all for different things anyways <laughs> that's so weird we'll have to like post pictures of their eyeballs or something so people yeah, can
0: see you should draw a picture of their eyeballs
1: I don't know if I can draw that detailed just their eyeballs <laughs> looking in like different directions like huh <laughs> With where's my, my twizzlers about- <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my twizzlers <laughs>
0: Have you seen my drumsticks?
1: I'm going to do it. I'm going to draw it. <laughs> okay. Uh so they have at least 12 to 18 cones in their eyes, which humans only have 3, and this is what helps us see color and wavelengths of light. What? Oh, I'm jealous. you said that we only have 3. Yeah. So because of our 3 cones, we're able to see like the colors that we see, like the that scale. Roy um, G. Biv. Yep. But because they have 12 to 18, they see so much more than we can. But um, recent studies have shown that they don't know if mantis shrimp necessarily see more color than we do, but they see more light and wavelengths than we can, which helps them interpret things oh. very differently than what we do. So, They might not necessarily see extra colors, but they do see extra light waves. Hmm. So, for example, uh, with the mantis shrimp's crazy eyeballs, they are able to see UV light and polarized light, which is polarized light is the direction the light is vibrating. Um, Humans, we don't see polarized light. We see unpolarized light. So when you put on, like, your polarized lenses, like, on glasses, and it kind of, like, helps, Mm -hmm. like, it removes, like, all the glare and reflection because of the vibration. Um, DVD readers see linear polarized light. And then our little crustacean friends see circular, um, circulary polarized light, which I had to get Josh to explain this to me. Because no matter how much I read about it, trying to figure out how to simply define these things, it just made me so much more confused. I am a very visual learner, and people, and, like, I need things to be, like, simplified when I don't understand these big words. And all of the things I was reading was, like, these big science-y words and just, like, a bunch of, like, science, science, science. I'm like, uh, what am I under... I'm tired. (laughs) So I was like, Josh, explain this to me. (laughs) Um, So what
0: what does it translate to?
1: um, So the best way we can do it is that circular polarization is the light waves are moving in a circular motion. Okay. And then the filter on... um, Oh, yeah. So... The best way, they explained it as a jump rope. So if you're like jumping rope and you Uh see like the jump rope moving, that's like the same way that the light is moving rather than like just at a straight line. It's moving in a circular motion. Motion.
0: Weird. Okay.
1: It's super weird. I think so. It's just also weird to grasp because we can't see it. (laughs) And there's no real way of being like, it's like this versus this. (laughs)
0: But you can't see it, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) I know. So do they really see that way? No,
1: just kidding. They use different polarized lenses with, like, circulary polarized light and also, like, the linear, too, like, for filming movies and things.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. That's cool. the different filters. So we could (laughs) see, like, a mantis shrimp in movies. Yeah.
1: They is it, There is, oh. like, a YouTube video of someone being, like, this is roughly what the mantis shrimp sees. And you can kind of see, like, what they might see the best we can depict oh, okay. from what we know. um, It's mm-hmm. kind of, like, have you ever seen Predator or, like, Aliens yeah, versus Predators? Yeah. You like how they yeah. see, like, the infrared and stuff? It's kind mm-hmm. of like that, but underwater. So it's, like, all this crazy and you see, like, all this weird movement and motion and stuff. So it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You feel like yeah. It's a completely, it's it's crazy. But I don't know if the mantis shrimp sees their eyes, like, usually as a filter, so they're seeing it, like, as a filter. If we were to put, like, gla- like sunglasses on that were circularly polarized lenses, if mm-hmm. that's what they see, or if they're seeing the actual mo- motion and movement of the light, I don't know. Or, like, huh. uh, the reflection the reactions of it because light moves so quickly but like they can see some form of it. I don't really know. I just know they can see oh. circularly polarized light which is really cool because we cannot and DVD players cannot. Oh. Um,
0: right, right.
1: They have really high tech eyes is the main thing. <laughs> They're also able to identify colors quicker and they can gauge depth perception. Their depth perception is really on point and their they're they're distance with each eye individually. So, like, they can gauge depth and distance just by looking at something. Huh. Does that make sense? Like, spot yes. on yeah. and really, really well. Like, way better than we can. So, that's, that's why they're cool. really good at hunting. They're not... Yeah. So, and they're not really sure if they see extra colors or, like, what colors they really process just because their eyes are so crazy and they don't think that they send the signal to their brain and then back like we do they Mm -hmm. think that they process the color and everything they see in their eyes and they're not sending anything to their brain which might be why they have so many cones and photoreceptors and stuff that's a theory yeah
0: it's a cool theory
1: yeah mantis shrimp is crazy their eyes are insane very high-tech, and people are trying to figure out how to bring it into our world, <laughs> which I'll yeah, talk about.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. so their body is shrimp and lobster-like. They're kind of flattish with seg- segments, and then they have a tough and armored exterior. They have three pairs of walking legs and four clawed appendages, kind of like a shrimp, and then they mm-hmm. have... They're one pair of long claws that are either club-like or knife-like, which is so terrifying. So that's like the long claws they have that are kind of like the, where they get like the praying mantis kind of vibe from. Oh, weird. So, this is, I like to call their long claws their death claws or their death arms. (laughs) Okay. Because their long death arms is... Are used as their weapon. They are categorized, so all of the species are categorized into one of two types the mantish, the smashers, or the spearers. But I like to call them the smashies or the stabbies. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Smashies (laughs) and stabbies. Uh huh. So they either have their death club hammer thing, or they have their deadly barbed spear arms. Either way, they use their stabby, smashy arms for defensive and hunting. <laughs> um, so they're nice. really territorial creatures, and they're also really intense predators. But they use their death arms by contracting their muscles, and then they latch their they latch it into place until they're ready to deliver their their blow. And then they, when they're ready to strike, they release its lash, and it like moves really fast and if it's the hammer or the club if it's like their club arm it like moves really fast and like punches their target basically i'm trying to think of like like karate chop but it kind of comes out forward oh you know those like pens that have like the little like people on them and they like have their arms up and you kind of like pull the little like back trigger and they kind of like stick out their arms like this you know
0: yeah what are they like the like sock them
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But, like, those, like, pens that, like, move their arm and, like, kind of punch. Anyways. Yeah. They're kind of like that. So that's kind of, like, how they move a little bit. And then if it's the stabby (laughs) arm, they, like, come out and they, like, basically swipe and slash whatever they're hunting or getting after. And because they move so fast, they basically spear it, and then they take it back into its burrow with them, or they just stab oh up a bunch. It's That's
0: terrifying.
1: terrifying. Can you that imagine one of those that are big? So scary. No, I didn't know that those existed until I did this research, and I was like, ah. <laughs> There's videos if of you... them just like stab a fish and take it in. If you were
0: going to war, you would want <laughs> right. to ride. A gigantic horse-sized a horse mantis sized. shrimp. Yes,
1: as long as the war is in the water, uh, outside of the water, it, probably true, not so true, true. <laughs> but yes, true. underwater, mantis shrimp horse-sized would be the death of us all. Terrifying. Okay, so they also have this like saddle-like surface on on their arm that works as a Perfect. hyperbolic pair paraboloid which is a, which is really, really strong when it's under pressure and they're always under pressure. So a hy- a hyperbolic para- para- paraboloid, <laughs> all these science words, is a saddle surface, which is um, a shape that has a delicate balance between push and pull forces. It can be really thin, but really strong. It's often used in construction and jewelry making. And if you're having a hard time Visualizing it, a pringle is a hyperbolic paraboloid. Oh, that's cool. So, pringles are that shape and that structure. So, if you think about it, pringles are really thin, but they are pretty sturdy. Yeah. Because they huh. have that balance of push and pull. Interesting. So, yeah. So, the mantis shrimp has that saddle like thing. They're pringles. On, like, their Mm. arms or something, which is what helps them in their stabby smashiness.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Protection and stuff.
0: So they already have a built-in saddle, which means you could ride them into war.
1: (laughs) They're very, very tiny saddles.
0: (laughs) And they're on their arms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're, like, under their armor. (laughs) Okay, so... They what they eat. Do you have any guesses on what the mantis shrimp eats?
0: Well, you said that they stab things and bring them back to the burrows. So I'm gonna guess mm-hmm. fish.
1: Mm-hmm. Anything else you okay.
0: think? Uh plankton? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe.
1: Plankton might be too uh, small I'm just, for them. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm just gonna go with fish. Oh.
1: Fish is great. They That's do my eat final live answer. fish. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, the based on the species too. But between all of the species, they eat snails, clams, live fish, crabs, worms, squid, shrimp, including other mantis shrimp. Oh. Yeah. So, they Do they can like eat-
0: box it out until the very end?
1: i think they probably eat smaller mantis shrimp but probably yeah uh. <laughs> i'm sure they definitely fight one another oh so i don't know if they eat like their same species i didn't find that it just said like other mantis shrimp species hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah but they can even prey on animals larger than themselves because of like their intense strength and power and also their territorial tendencies so they don't really care if you're that much bigger. They will attack you if they want to.
0: They will come at you with full force.
1: Mm-hmm. So how they're able to eat a wide variety of all these things, because how do you eat a clam or a snail or a crab, is they yeah they use their death arms, uh, and they either <laughs> slash or stab or punch their victims, and then they strike so fast, uh, they move more than 50 times faster than we can blink. What? So in order to see them strike, you have to watch it with, like, a slow motion camera. You That's can't see insane. it with your naked eye. It's so fast. You might be able to, like, hear it because it'll make this clicking sound. but And you, like, might kind of see it, but you don't actually see, like, the real thing happening because it happens so quickly. So, when they strike, they move more than 20 meters per second, which is 45 miles per hour. What? Uh huh.
0: That's so fast. That's like the speed limit by my house.
1: Right. (laughs) Their little death arms move 45 miles per hour, and they can do that with a 200 pound force. (laughs) That's
0: terrifying
1: the smashers um the smashies will hit so when they hit it's compared to being hit with the same force as a 22 caliber bullet
0: that's terrifying
1: yes if they hit a person which i'll talk more about later it won't actually like puncture you like a bullet <laughs> so they can't just like pretend to shoot you with their little stabby smashy arms <laughs> It does a different effect on on you, but you not you're not getting like actually like shot by a gun. It's just the same. You just force. get this
0: little. <laughs> oh, how did that person die? <clears throat> it's a mystery. It's a new crime novel.
1: <laughs> the mantis It was by a did.
0: mantis shrimp.
1: I <sighs> <laughs> mean, but yeah, so it's the same force as getting hit by like a 22 caliber bullet. Um, that'd and be so... a good
0: villain name. Mantis
1: shrimp. Right? Or a superhero. I feel like they'd be a villain, though.
0: Yeah, especially with the smashy smash and the stabby stab. smashy
1: stabbies. (laughs) With their barbed arms, which is so terrifying. They're basically like these little dagger knives just, like, swiping through the air. Ugh. No, thank you. Okay, so because they can strike so fast, they literally tear the water around them apart like around their little death arm, and they create something called a cavitation bubble, which it generates a jet from the surrounding liquid, which causes areas of very low pressure, which results in vaporizing the water in the bubble, which then collapses almost immediately, which then emits a sound, a light, and a heat that for a moment is hotter than the surface of the sun. What? <laughs> yes.
0: So they boil the water as they're punching.
1: Yeah. So they basically make right? this bubble from their speed they that protect their little glow Ultimately, has like this supersonic heat death. Punch. It's basically getting you like get punched by them, and you get punched by this bubble that is a supersonic boom underwater almost. But and you hear it click. That's like the click sound you usually hear is like those bubbles.
0: That's so crazy.
1: Yeah. And because it like so, cavitation bubbles can tear holes in metal propellers because of their um, so yeah, they're like really powerful.
0: That's yeah. terrifying.
1: Yeah, and these little crustaceans can just do it.
0: <laughs> How? How does one little tiny creature
1: pack um, that much punch? So because of their powerful punch, smashers are able to break through the shale the shales. The shells, they've been um the shells of the snails and clam and crab shells open with their punches. And then they've also been known to crack or break aquarium glass. What? Uh, It's rare, but it has been recorded of happening. It doesn't happen very often. They're like, let
0: me out. I'm done. I've had it up to here.
1: (laughs) It's usually they, like, see their reflection. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, get out of my zone. (laughs) That's adorable. Yeah. So scientists, when they they catch them and, like, take them in for science, they usually keep them in, like, plastic tanks and stuff.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So they can stun or immediately kill their prey and they can also dismember them even if they miss their original attack. They can still deal damage to their victim.
0: Because of their bubble? Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. These things are yeah. just terrifying little shrimps that aren't shrimps.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can get up to 18 inches long. Yeah. ha, ha, ha. ha, ha. Yeah, shrimps that aren't shrimps <laughs> not nah, shrimpy they aren't shrimpy right. no where can you find these cool death crustaceans you may ask in the warm waters of the indian and pacific ocean and in the tropical and subtropical waters around eastern africa and hawaii hmm.
0: well i'm not going there <laughs>
1: <laughs> they um usually hang out in burrows and holes that they dig and keep very clean and tidy. And it's usually always like on a seabed and they're often near coral reefs. Huh. Uh, Yes. And they're very big. Well, they're not very big, but they can make themselves like a little bigger and they're very, very fast. So you just got to be real careful around them and not to irritate them. <laughs> Don't get too close to their homes and they would probably leave you alone because you are not their prey. Hmm. Good job. But know. they will attack you if you get too close.
0: So, not okay. going there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Behavior! Do you remember my little song from earlier? Boop, 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 boop,
0: boop, boop. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Boop, boop.
1: Alright, so they are common, but also very solitary and territorial. They have shown that they are really intelligent. They have the capacity to learn and retain information and recognize and interact with other mantis shrimps. Hmm. So they engage in ritualized fighting and protective activities. So with their like little neighbors and buddies, they'll be like, oh, I remember you, hi. And then they like have their little play fights, basically.
0: Hmm. Nice. that's kind of interesting um
1: they spend most of their yeah they they can be friendly but they are pretty solitary for the most part but they recognize Um, unless they're in like a family
0: oh okay Mm -hmm. but they recognize their neighbors that's pretty cool
1: yeah hello neighbor so they seem to have like memories with And they, like, some of them have formed, like, lifelong friendships and bonds, even if they're not, like, a mated couple.
0: That's cute.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Um, So they spend most of their time protecting their homes and hunting for food. And depending on the species, some are (laughs) up at the nocturnal time (laughs) while others are awake and active during the day. Um, And it's just all based on species. So if they if a threat gets too close, they will lash out and strike until the threat leaves or dies. And so what they normally do is they kind of hover over their little burrow and hole and they make themselves like a little bigger and they kind of like stick their arms out and then they'll strike multiple times oh. until it either leaves or it just dies. <laughs> Get off my lawn! So They're pretty BA. They don't just like hide away. They fight. They're not, like, yeah. they don't cower away. They'll, like, their bottom half is in their burrow, and they're like, I'm here! And then they'll, like, swim out and attack, and then swim back in, and, like, I'm here! <laughs> and you can see it, like, revving up to, like, get ready to, like, strike! So
0: They're very much a it's pretty crazy boxing shrimp.
1: Yes. Yeah. Very much. Well,
0: that's kind of cool. Maybe
1: that should be a boxer's name. The mantis shrimp. Mm, that would be good. Someone who's got, like, a really good, strong speed and yeah. Accuracy. They'd have to be
0: super fast.
1: Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Fast and strong. It'd be like a little person literally be like, I'm a little mantis shrimpy, but really it's terrible. Yeah. You think they're not scary, but really. But really, they'll just stab they you.
0: Are
1: <laughs> or punch <Yeah>. you.
0: <laughs> a little shank.
1: All right. Uh, So, <laughs> what do you think eats the mantis shrimp?
0: Um,. Us? Do we eat shrimp? I eat shrimp.
1: We do eat shrimp. Do you think we eat the mantis probably shrimp? Probably not,
0: because it'd probably punch me before I could do it. <laughs> Be like, not today!
1: <laughs> yes, they're gonna give it to you alive. <laughs> if you can kill this violent creature, you may eat hey, it. You know? if it do- <laughs> You have to kill it before it can kill you.
0: Before it swims away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that too. That too. Uh, So sometimes larger fish Will eat the mantis shrimp And I said earlier other mantis shrimp as well But it's biggest like Thing that eats them are humans Oh um, Because they are a popular dish And then when they are cooked They are similar to lobster
0: Oh Especially if it's 18 inches That's a pretty decent sized shrimp
1: That is a huge shrimp <laughs> Oh man yeah. All right, so for mating and babies, the it's all species based. So they will some species will mate with n- many partners, wow. while others will be are monogamous and will stay together for like twenty years, which I think is cute. <laughs> that you is kind of cute. I've
0: I've got my getting it on <laughs> dance going on.
1: Ah, bound to go out wow. You, go you gotta like do that. that, like, but with underwater, like, <laughs> sounds, yeah. Sounds so weird. <laughs> it's underwater lovemaking. Ooh, music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Under um, the sea. So, ooh, down Under where it's better. The sea. <laughs> you take it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm all right anyways Uh, so (laughs) they their ritual fighting and protective activities that they engage in are believed to be um one of the things that helps them attract and determine their mating partners along with some of their fluorescent markers on the shrimps as well because they are very brightly colored Mm. some of them are some of them are not they can mate about 30 times in their life. Females Whoa. will lay eggs in their burrows. And then both the males and the females will take care of the eggs. So, But sometimes uh, the males will hunt for both of them, the male and the female, while the female stands guard of the young. And then once the babies hatch, they are plankton for about three months. And so they hatch and they basically like float out of, like once they're big enough, they can float out of their burrow. And then they just grow. They kind of start from like their little larva stage and then they just slowly grow into full adults, gaining more appendages over time and more structure and like their little hard shells and um but by the time they're nine days old, they're already able to punch. Huh. Little punching Stop. shrimps. Mm-hmm. Pew pew pew. pew. Look step. at my little nine day old already punching. Stamp, stamp. Um Stamp, There was <laughs> A study that, based on certain facts they had, they were like, oh, so the smaller it is, sometimes the stronger and faster it is. So the babies would probably be able to punch stronger and faster than the adults. So they caught a bunch of babies because they wanted to see if they could actually punch stronger and faster than the adults. And through their study that they did, they... Um, they were only able to record them doing it and they were like significantly slower, but they were already punching and they weren't surprised that they were like already doing it by nine days old. Um, but they were kind of disappointed and surprised that they couldn't punch stronger and faster because of like what their hypothesis and study shown that they should have been able to do. But then yeah. they realized that like in order to get them to punch and stuff, They basically were like shining lights on them and getting them to kind of like defensive react, which Mm. is a different technique than when they're hunting. So they don't know if they're hunting punch and that would actually be what they hypothesized because they couldn't get them to do it for eating because the adults also have a different punching and that technique from when they're defending their home versus when they're hunting.
0: Huh, that's interesting yeah that's really cool i wonder if over time like as they age if their light receptors like their eyeballs also like if they grow mm. that way too and so as they age so. they, they like, can see more things more. yeah so i think so wondering if they just weren't seen as well when they're younger too but that's yeah. interesting
1: and also processing everything Mm-hmm. yeah it's super interesting and they're gonna continue and that's like a study they're still kind of undo. like that was a study they did literally like a month ago that oh that's cool Um, so it happened like this year so they're still ongoing and like doing some other tests because they want to continue with that like research
0: that's really neat
1: yeah so how long do you think the average mantis shrimp lives
0: hmm it uh, depends on if we eat it or not. Maybe a year?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe longer? So,
1: the average mantis shrimp lives about three to six years, but oh. there have been known and recorded ones living up to 20 years, especially oh. if they're well cared for in captivity.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: So, yeah, they can live a long time. They averagely only live about three to six years, though. Hmm.
0: Interesting. It's
1: quite quite a big gap.
0: It's, uh, it's still longer than I thought it was going to be.
1: Yes. Yes. Alright. Time for their history. I saved their history for a little later, just because everything else just kind of flowed more naturally in the mm-hmm. way that I told it. Um. So their closest relative are basically just other crustaceans. And they... How... I don't have, like, a specific... This is when they were discovered and who discovered them. But I have, like, their evolution. But how old do you think they are? Not, like, how old do you think they live, but, like, how long ago do you think they found them? Their first Um, fossils. I
0: don't know. Maybe, like, three million years ago.
1: (laughs) You said three million years ago? Maybe. I mean, it's not a terrible guess.
0: Alright, well, what's the answer? So,
1: they are older than dinosaurs. Huh.
0: So, 300 million years ago. Are they with the jellyfish?
1: They began evolving 400 million years <gasps> ago.
0: Wow, they're pretty up there.
1: Mm-hmm. Roughly 170 million years before the dinos.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine prehistoric mantis shrimps, though?
0: Oh my gosh. How much more
1: death-stabby and smashy they would be?
0: How much bigger do you think they were?
1: I mean, they were still crustaceans. But still.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They were probably huge.
1: Pretty terrifying. Imagine their little stabby arms. Ugh. No thanks. Like the punching ones, scary, but the stabby ones is where I'm just like eh.
0: I'll have to you look at pictures. Stabby yes, mantis shrimp.
1: Find you a good video or whatever. Um so the IUCN has classified them as least concerned, so they're not even near threatened. There's plenty of them. Plenty of shrimp in the sea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They've been around a really long time, obviously, and they're doing just fine. Nice. <laughs> they've evolved quite well, which is, I think, why their eyesight is so insanely good, just from yeah. all of the evolution they've gone through. Um, so, in fact, there <laughs> are some growing, some mantis shrimp that are growing unnaturally large in some contaminated... Uh, artificial waterways in hawaii ah. and my little side comment to that fact was godzilla anyone <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're like it. growing larger in this contaminated water like what that's they're terrifying doing <laughs> yeah all right cool facts cool facts
0: facts that are cool
1: are you ready for my cool facts
0: <laughs> i'm ready
1: cool so Facts. as i said before they have a few really cool things about their bodies that scientists and researchers are using to try and improve armor gear for sports space and also help with cancer yeah specifically they have a special shock. the smashy ones have a very special shock absorbing core in their clubbed death arm and it's made up of special layers of a elastic poly something something okay <laughs> some material that i can polysaccharide chintin. okay chitin i don't know um they are positioned and they are like specifically positioned in a way to absorb shock so the structure oh. is called a bullagand structure which keeps them from like which keeps cracks from becoming full breaks from them like constantly punching really really fast and hard so rather than breaking their fist they Mm. um, have this special structure and shock absorbing core that keeps them from breaking and just like keeps them from cracking really really bad um this molecular structure allows the mantis shrimp to punch things repeatedly without breaking. It might get micro cracks, but it never breaks.
0: Huh. That's interesting. I didn't even think about if they're punching at that like velocity and that strength. Like if you're uh-huh. just thinking of like a boxer punching at a normal, like human strength, human speed, yeah. and they break their hands yeah. all the time.
1: Yeah, and they like wrap their hands and they have these gloves and everything and they still like, if you do it wrong they like crack and break. Right. Um, But the mantis shrimp has a special absorbing core and the structure that prevents them from ever breaking. Um, So researchers are studying the cell structure to help advance body armor for combat. Car frames, aircraft panels, they're also working on Thin, light materials strong enough to stop explosives, and not only that, but they're also working on gear and equipment for aerospace.
0: Huh, that's
1: pretty, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. What about
0: our boxers? So, Can we improve our boxers, like
1: <laughs> position? Give them some really stuff? nice gloves. I feel like mm-hmm. that would be cheating. Like, <laughs> the, they'd have to like get them special gloves. For inside their squishy gloves, so they don't actually oh break yeah jaws <laughs>
0: yeah they don't actually hurt anybody
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so then because of their really insane eyes, researcher they are researching ways to advance cancer screening equipment because their eyes are believed to be able to te- detect cancer and neuron activity.
0: What that's pretty cool. So they're
1: yeah, so they're trying to make cameras. In the same way that the mantis shrimp's eyes work, so that way they can do, like, non-invasive early cancer screening tests to be able to detect it sooner at earlier stages and without being super invasive.
0: That would be really cool. Can they also fix my eyesight? Because I would really appreciate
1: that. (laughs) I mean, maybe one day. Maybe they'll be able to like implant some cool like contacts or
0: something. (gasps) Do you think they could add more cones?
1: (laughs) Help you see more things. That'd be awesome. Circular yeah, circulary polarization. I'd be down. Okay, so as far as famous ones and story time, I kind of mashed them together because they kind of went hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there really isn't that many famous ones and there really isn't that many stories on mantis shrimp. Okay. They're really cool, but they're still not like the most popular thing to involve in anything. So not there are fuzzy. a few docu- documentaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but there are a few documentaries on them and some YouTube channels. There's like this one guy who has a pet mantis shrimp and he basically makes his mantis shrimp. He records it fighting other water animals and eating them basically which is kind of sad and gross and i question its legality but i mean he's just Mm -hmm. feeding his shrimp he's just recording Mm -hmm. it in a death match basically um so that mantis shrimp is a little famous on youtube and then there is also a book called why the mantis shrimp is my new favorite animal and it's written and illustrated by oatmeal which also writes a book called My Dog, The Paradox. It's like this really cute. It's just like his pen name. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> oatmeal is the pen name oh. of this person.
0: Okay. Oat K. <laughs>
1: I don't have their actual name because it's – if you look up the author, it's Oatmeal. Um, Oat K. But it's I get it. basically some really cool facts about the mantis shrimp. And then some nice. stories that I found. Um, like in news and other people sharing stories about them is that a lot of fishermen and people will call them thumb splitters because they, if you get hit by them in the hand or something, usually it's a hand that gets hit. Um, if you have like a pet and it's like in its tank and you like get too close or whatever and it hits you, it can split your thumb or whatever, your finger to the bone. What? And you'll need stitches yeah.
0: what I okay Nicole says yeah. this and I literally pulled out my thumbs and was like looking at them <laughs> imagining this thing split what? my thumb
1: <laughs> you're so glitchy right now what <laughs> oh
0: I'm just saying I literally pulled out my thumbs and I imagine my thumbs getting split and that's yeah. terrifying. To the bone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, thank you. With that in mind, too, there is a... Can you still hear me? Yep. You froze.
0: Nope. I'm still in awe about my thumbs.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so there's a video um, that Nat National Geographic kind of put out on YouTube. And it's the shrimp versus the octopus. Ooh. And it's this, like, octopus that's about a foot, a foot and a half big, long. He's a small guy, um, but still, like, a decent size. And this is when I was like, wait, how big can mantis shrimps get? Because the mantis mm-hmm. shrimp that went up against him was a decent size. He wasn't, like, a little guy. He was, like, a decent size. And I was like, huh. Ah. But the octopus was, like, looking for food and then came close to the mantis shrimp. So he got in his burrow and he's, like, standing, like floating hovering above his little hole and then he like gets ready to attack and then he just like swims up to the octopus a bunch and just like punches him a bunch and like swims oh back my gosh and then runs up and does it again and the octopus is slowly just like ah i don't want this oh and he just starts to camouflage and he just starts to sneak away and the like mantis shrimp just keeps going at him until he finally just leaves um, oh so he doesn't kill the octopus, but he okay. definitely deals some damage to the octopus.
0: Poor octopus um, turns all yeah. camouflaging and is like,
1: I'm hiding, stop hitting me. The mm-hmm. Mantis shrimp is like, we I, I can still see you. Mm hmm. Like, your camouflage can't hide you from me. I've got intense eyes, thank you. <laughs> yep. I see you. So. Mm hmm.
0: Playing hide and seek um, with a mantis shrimp. So-
1: <laughs> you will lose every time uh, so that is the story that I have is that they can split your thumbs and they can take on octopuses, octopods mm. octopi, there we go, octopi, octopi. <laughs> cool ready for lightning round?
0: I'm ready
1: There. this is where there's like a lot of like what facts, Uh, their biology is so bizarre the scientists have nicknamed them the shrimp from mars
0: <laughs> nice
1: their speed they have the fastest strike like attack strike in the ocean swinging it swinging in less than 800 microseconds in the time that it takes you to blink they could theoretically punch you 500 times
0: it's terrifying
1: Yes, <laughs> they're so fast.
0: I just blinked if three times. If you
1: could throw, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's a lot of punches. It's <laughs> a lot of punches. <laughs> At least it's theoretically. <laughs> um. So with that speed in mind, if you could throw a baseball as fast as they could punch, you would launch the baseball into space.
0: That's cool. Right. I'm gonna have to tell Nolan that one.
1: Yeah, or you could break steel.
0: Oh, I mean that's pretty impressive too.
1: Yes. Could you break? You could launch a baseball into space.
0: Could you break the Man of Steel?
1: (laughs) I was just thinking that. (laughs) That's
0: (laughs) kind of scary. I wonder
1: if you could break (laughs) Superman in half. (laughs) You could split his thumb. They can. (laughs) Yeah. Probably. <laughs> you just heal really fast. True. Uh, who knows, though, man. Uh, they can swim 30 body lengths per second, so they can swim pretty fast for a crustacean. It's hard to find, like, miles per hour for that because mm-hmm. they're a crustacean. <laughs> yeah. So they compare it into body lengths. The largest one is the zebra mantis shrimp, which is a stabby one. And they can get up to 46 centimeters.
0: Wow. That's pretty long.
1: Yes, and they're stabbies. So thanks. <laughs> uh, the smallest recorded one was about 17 millimeters to 2 centimeters. The cost of them, if you're wanting a pound of mantis shrimp to eat, can be anywhere from 9 to $12 USD. Um, if you're wanting one as a cute little pet that you can never cuddle, uh, They cost anywhere from 130 to $150, and it just depends on the size you're getting. Hmm. They are one of the few animals that can kill a blue-ringed octopus, which is pretty cool.
0: Oh. That's interesting. If you don't know anything about the blue-ringed octopus, you will in one of our episodes. It's on our list.
1: Basically, it's a tiny octopus that's extremely poisonous and can stop your heart. Yeah. There's a little tidbit for you.
0: Yeah. It's on our list, though.
1: And my last fact is can they kill humans? What do you think? If you take into account all of their speed and strength and capabilities, if you were to go face to face with a mantis shrimp, do you think it could kill you?
0: I'd say no, because we eat them. If I was like, Duking it out, I'd probably not have a chance.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: you're making me really question my thought, so <laughs> I'm going to say yes, but no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> okay. You can die from a manta shrimp. Oh, great. However, it's if you are allergic to shrimp or oh. if you choke while eating one. <laughs> <laughs> they won't kill you from punching Sorry. or stabbing you that's not funny
0: <laughs> especially if you're just, allergic to they'll shrimp. just cause
1: you a lot of pain and stitches <laughs> oh
0: that's funny interesting
1: it's
0: <laughs> good to know that was
1: the best thing i was like can they kill you because with their speed and like if they were to like punch you or like snap you right yeah like it would hurt really bad and obviously split your thumb open but they can't kill you. I was like, well, maybe if they hit you in the temple, maybe, you know. Right. But they but, like, can't kill you. Um, yeah. Because huh. it's, it's a lot. Of, it's a big force to get hit by. But yeah, they're like, no, not really. Unless you are allergic or you choke on it.
0: <laughs> huh. Good to know. <laughs>
1: Otherwise, you'll just walk away with a lot of pain and stitches.
0: Yeah. So the pricing was definitely not what I expected. I definitely thought they were going to be more expensive.
1: Yeah. Like, to eat I mean, and to have as to... a pet. What?
0: Said so to eat and to have as a pet. Like, I thought the meat would be more expensive yeah. and to have as a pet would be more expensive.
1: No, they're not too expensive, but that's also because they're really common and they're not, like, terribly impossible to catch.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. It's not the pangolin.
1: Yeah. They're not endangered, and they're not superly highly trafficked. They they breed well, and they make a lot of babies. And mm-hmm. they're they're shrimp, but they're mm-hmm. not shrimp. That All right, sense. and then my last little funny thing is I found a funny quote of somebody explaining the mantis shrimp, which I think is the perfect ending because it's like the perfect sum up of what the mantis shrimp is and capable of. Are you ready?
0: Okay. Yes.
1: And this is not my own writing. This is a quote. And it's uh, it's in our resource page if you want to find it. Quote, Mantis shrimps are the unholy offspring of demon shrimp that wreck havoc on their enemies with either spears or clubs and eyes that see the color of your soul. Joking aside, <laughs> mantis shrimp are pretty intense. Look visibly different from other shrimp in shape and color, and are predators of the reef. Heaven forbid one accidentally ends up in your fish tank, least it slaughters all your fish. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yep. <laughs> That's perfect. That does sound So somehow. there you go. There is, <laughs> right? There is your mantis shrimp with its smashy stabby arms of death
0: <laughs> smashy stabby arms pretty to
1: look at but not fun to interact with <laughs> uh, that's all I've got for you nice. thanks for joining us on animal facts I hope everyone enjoyed yeah, learning about the Nicole. mantis shrimp that is not a mantis thanks or a <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> thanks for telling us all about the mantis shrimp
1: you're welcome until next time Bye! Bye. Thank you so much for joining us, animal lovers. This has been the Animal Facts Podcast with Nicole and Jayla. Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so we can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you.
0: We are also looking forward to hearing from you, our listeners, so feel free to email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com with facts you want us to cover, facts you want us to correct, cool or crazy stories you have involving animals we have talked about in the past or may be talking about in the future, or any wild or domesticated (laughs) animals you'd like us to research and add to our list.
1: We want to hear from you and feature your stories as well, so feel free to email them to us.
0: You can also follow us on Instagram at Animal Facts Podcast for updates and other random
1: things. Click the link in the description for our resources, merchandise, and other cool things.
0: Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and supporting us in our animal discoveries and adventures.
1: Our awesome drum roll is provided by my really cool brother and father-in-law, Ethan and Kent Polson, And a special thanks to my best friend, Jewel, for our music. Until, Until next time, bye! bye.
0: So uh, the random animal fact I have has nothing to do with mantis shrimp, but we were talking a lot about their eyes, so I do have an animal fact about eyeballs. Um, okay. In, in order to protect their eyes, owls are equipped with three eyelids. That's cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They have a normal upper and lower eyelid. Uh, the upper closes when the owl blinks. The lower closes when the owl is asleep, and the third eyelid is called a, uh, nope, not going to say that, um, and it's a thin layer of tissue that closes diagonally across the eye when, and, uh, cleans it and protects it from the surface. Cool. So, yeah. Three eyelids. I like it. The better to see. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. see you at all times with